I want to talk to you about power in weakness. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 and 10, the Apostle Paul tells us, But the Lord said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. On a beautiful spring day in March 2015, I found myself sitting on a bench in a pretty little churchyard in London saying a prayer. Some of you may recognise it as the step three prayer from the 12 step programmes. It says, God, I offer myself to you to build with me and do with me as you will. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do your will. The only problem with this was that when I said this prayer, I didn't actually believe in God. I had no idea who I was praying to. I just knew that I had reached the end of myself and was willing to do anything to see a change in my circumstances. I'd worked so hard for so long to project an image that I was strong, that I could hold it all together and I couldn't do it anymore. And so I found myself admitting my own weakness and handing my will and my life over to a God I didn't yet believe in. St Paul in these verses tells us that there is power in accepting our weakness. When he was writing these words to the church in Corinth, they probably seemed crazy to the Corinthians, like they may do for us today. Not to mention really difficult, even impossible to live by. The message of verse 9, that weakness is somehow a good thing, is certainly not the message that the world tells us. The world tells us it's all about being strong, striving for success, achieving the approval of others. Whether it's good grades, getting into university, snagging a great job or the perfect relationship, these are the things that we're told matter. Weakness is all too often equated with failure. I grew up feeling like I had to be a good girl, had to achieve what the world views as success. And in the world's eyes, it may have seemed like I was doing just that. I had a career I loved as a teacher, great family, friends, and by all accounts had had a really privileged upbringing, having moved from South Africa to the UK when I was eight and then moving all around the world as I was growing up. There was, however, just always something missing. A deep sense of not knowing quite who I was or where I belonged. Couple that with an extensive history of addiction in my family. And by my late teens, I developed what felt like a split sense of self. The outside was academically ambitious, desperate for approval, sporty, sensible, organized, and had it all together but the inside was empty, lonely, doing really self-destructive things and waking up the next day with a deep pit in my stomach and an ever-increasing sense of shame. 
never feeling good enough. This continued for years, generally drinking or eating or exercising too much or too little at different points, while keeping up this front that life was great. I was terrified of showing any weakness at all. I ran marathons, climbed mountains, moved countries, all in an effort to escape the emptiness and the voice inside me getting louder, telling me that this could not be what life was about. Eventually, in desperation, I walked into a meeting of a 12-step programme for family and friends of alcoholics. Are you feeling desperate today? Like you've reached the end of your own capacity to keep it together? Whatever you're going through, however bad things have become, it's in this place that God's true and awesome and life-saving power is perfected and freely given. His grace is sufficient for you. In his grace, God stepped in and began acting in my life before I even knew who he was. When an old friend suggested I try the Alpha course about a year and a half after I'd said that first prayer, I thought maybe it's a sign. I'd seen the posters outside churches for years, but the thought of doing it with judgmental Christians had put me right off. I googled this place called HTB anyway and signed up. From that first night, something changed in me. Alpha each week became a non-negotiable in my diary. I turned up in week two in a panic because I hadn't been able to book on to the weekend, terrified of missing it. Bookings hadn't even opened yet. You have to remember this was a bygone age when we could go out at night and go away for weekends. On the Saturday morning of that weekend, we read about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. They sounded amazing, but I just still doubted that if there was a God, he would give them to somebody like me. And then, as I listened to others in my group, something began to happen. A power came into the room and filled it, and filled me. Tears began to flow down my cheeks. All the pain and self-loathing and emptiness that I had felt for so long came pouring out of me and was replaced with an overwhelming sense of God's love for me. I thought that to be a Christian, you had to abandon all reason and sanity, but I could not deny what had happened to me in that room. Every question I'd ever had was answered. The hole in me was filled. And for the first time in my life, I began to feel like I didn't have to make it on my own and hold it all together. God knows all our weaknesses, our hardships, everything that we've ever been through or that we've done that we're not proud of. And he still wants a relationship with us. This is the grace that I felt in that room that Saturday and that St Paul is referring to when he proclaims, when I am weak, then I am strong. Because we do not have to do it on our own. God came into the world in the form of his son, Jesus Christ. And it is St. Paul affirms in verse 10, for Christ's sake, that we can delight in our weakness. Through Christ's sacrifice on the cross, we can know that God is with us, even in our darkest moments. 
Just last week, I began to feel really low, seemingly out of nowhere. I just couldn't work out what was causing it, global pandemic notwithstanding. And I realised that sometimes, but particularly now, given what we've all been through and are still going through that highlights how broken our world is, we can be doing all the right things and still feel weak. And that is because this is just not how life is meant to be lived. Apart from each other, only connecting over Zoom calls, when all we want to do is be together. To laugh together, mourn together, comfort one another. In these times, when you feel weak or low or hopeless, it is possible for you to know God's grace and God's power because he modelled it in Jesus. God gave up all his strength and endured the ultimate weakness as he hung blameless on the cross so that we could experience his boundless grace and power for ourselves through his resurrection when all pain and death was defeated once and for all. Knowing Jesus and having a relationship with him means that now when I cry out in my darkest moments, like I had last week or like I had six years ago on a bench in a little church garden, I know who I am calling to, a loving God, a merciful, kind, almighty God who sacrificed his son for me and for you and whose power is made perfect in weakness. When you are weak, whether you don't know him yet or whether he feels far away right now, you can reach out to him and you can be sure that his response is and always will be. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness.